Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. We got a jam-packed show uh, today. Um, Glenn had a special last night that was a little bit chilling on big tech and how big tech may be influencing the election in a big way. Uh, there's that. Is Australia still a free country? Uh, you might wonder after what we show you pretty soon. Uh, and Joe Biden in some interesting uh, things that he had to say. Nancy Pelosi, of course, uh, the hypocrite that she is. We'll uh, flesh that out a bit. And much more coming up in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So with all the craziness that we've been going through in 2020, is it any surprise that even your kids going back to school is 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 terrifying? Everything's scary these days. Whether they're doing school in person or from home, your kids are on more electronic devices than any previous generation of kids ever has been. And nearly all of those devices are capable of getting on the Internet. Your child's online safety could easily be compromised and their information could be stolen at any time uh, when they get on Wi-Fi. It's up to you to make sure that that does not happen. Cybercrime is growing steadily. It's certainly not shrinking and it's important to fight it. The good news is that you can help your family stay more private and secure with Norton 360. With Norton 360, you're getting real-time protection from existing and emerging cyber threats as well as VPN and a password manager. Password manager is the best thing ever, man. Not having to have to remember all those passwords just does it all for you. It's the best. Norton's got you covered. Uh, no one can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton is committed to helping you make back to school easier and safer for your family. For a special offer that ends September 6th, go to Norton.com slash back for 60% off Norton 360. It ends November, uh, September 6th. Go to Norton.com slash back for 60% off Norton 360. Pat and Stu for Glad on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Looks like uh, uh, Doctor Fauci. I haven't heard this much on the news, but it looks like Doctor Fauci, your dad, Stu, is <laughs> is out now at the White House. Wait, right? really? Isn't he? Yeah, it's uh, he and Doctor Burks are both out. At least according to this article uh that i have <laughs> okay but that just happened i heard an interview with one of them today really yeah uh did he did he say something about being you know with the white house because uh supposedly he's dr scott w atlas has replaced them uh now, there's a lot of talk about how there's there, i've heard a lot of stories over the past 24 hours about uh atlas and and the uh-huh. fact that he's got and he's not an epidemiologist yeah or an infectious disease guy yeah yes uh that's <clears throat> uh that was made in um, very clear in all of the reporting that i heard about it mm-hmm. um but yeah he now he's been um uh, showing more influence you know trump brought him in as kind of like an maybe alternative that's what they opinion. mean by being out yeah and i don't he's think in. maybe they're not officially out but apparently scott atlas is the one that president trump's listening to now more yes that does seem yeah that, that that's the 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 tone of the reporting that they're talking about today uh and you know he is he's been more you know he's been more friendly to kind of the direction that trump has wanted yes. to go he's less into the mask thing mm-hmm. he said there's not really proof that that works to me, that seems kind of true. Have you seen any solid evidence that it, it absolutely works? 
to wear a mask? Um, I mean, there's definitely studies that indicate that. There's one that came out yesterday that had, uh, you know, seven different studies, uh, you know, sort of summarized that say it helps. Like, there's one study that I, I, I go back to often, which was on the, um, uh, the USS Roosevelt. There was an outbreak there. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, you think... This is worst case scenario, right? For a virus, like you're, it's In a military confined place, confined like place. everyone's yeah. close together, nowhere to go. <laughs> you're right. on a ship, really nowhere to go. And what they found was uh, that uh, in this sort of worst case scenario, the people who wore masks mm-hmm. reduced their uh, odds of getting it. Odds of getting it from I think it was something like eighty five percent to fifty five percent. So mm. it, it definitely okay. made a difference. Yeah, yeah there's some. I mean, there's, and it was the biggest difference that they could find in that scenario. So it was more than social distancing. It was more than washing your hands over and over again. Mm. That being said, it does not mean it goes away. And I think that that's been one of the, the really bad things the the media has done with this is as they've decided this is some left right partisan thing, whether you wear a mask or not, mm-hmm. they've made it seem like just wear a mask. just wear a mask well you can't even wear a mask it's because you want to kill grandma you know just wear a freaking mask well that you're not going to save grandma by just wearing a mask like the idea of the mask combined with social distancing combined with you know washing your hands combined with not yelling and screaming at each other particularly for people that you still might get it and you still might get it you don't know but i mean like you're going to probably reduce your odds of getting it which Mm -hmm. is great but that does not mean it's an end all, you know, be all of, of, of all disease prevention. It's just become this thing that it's a supplement for saying you're a bad person, right? <laughs> yes. Whether, you know, it's like, it's yeah, like well, it we really want to is. call you a bad person, but we can't really just do that. So we'll just yell at you for wearing it, for not wearing a mask. I mean, how many times yeah. have we seen this, Pat, in um, uh, grocery stores and, you know, restaurants where a person in a mask walks up to a person without a mask and screams in their face about not wearing a mask. We just saw that at the D.C. rally with Black Lives Matter when they <laughs> accosted that one person who wouldn't raise her hand. Right. She wouldn't raise her uh, fist uh, in like the, the, the black power right. salute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was really bad. Some of them got right in her face. Right in her face in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, they just released a study and they kind of gave a... Uh, a, a they gave you a color code. Did you see this color coded thing they released? Um, I don't know last week. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Where it shows like in, you know, out basically outdoors is better than indoors. Wearing a mask better than not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, social distancing better than not social distancing. The other thing that's in there, though, is don't yell and scream. Don't sing. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. chant. Right. All right. these things that happen at the rallies. Right. Like being outdoors at some level of distance is almost entirely safe. Unless you're doing the things that these protesters are doing. Here's what I try to do. Stay away from people with the disease. (laughs) That's what I do. And so, so far it's worked pretty well. It has worked pretty well. In fact, you were, uh, you you mentioned to Glenn who was like, I'm going to come in tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, Everyone in my family has COVID Mm. and I've got symptoms, but I'm going to come in tomorrow. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. I want to rethink that just a little bit. (laughs) I mean, look, the asymptomatic thing obviously complicates this, but like they, they make this out to be this. It's a supplement for saying, I don't like Trump supporters. Right. Like they've just made it into this thing where like if you were to say, I think, honestly, look, some people obviously have issues with with masks in some serious ways. But generally speaking, you can wear a mask if you have to. If you can do it, it's great. Do Mm -hmm. it. 
if mm-hmm. if if it if it, if you can't do it, well, you're going to have to find something else because, uh, frankly, a mask is not going to completely prevent the spread. If it was, then we wouldn't need a vaccine, mm-hmm. right? Like we, I mean, maybe we would still want one so we didn't have to wear masks forever, but we would be a lot less nervous about this spreading, right? Yeah. It's it, yeah. it, it's just frankly not a complete solution. It might help. So I mean, you know, that's the thing. I always think of it this way: it's like we have this totally backwards in our society right now. Which is, if there's a safety measure that you can take, okay, let's say it's masks, let's say it's washing your hands, whatever it is. Right now, we look at this and it's like, the government is like, if there's any possibility it helps, we're going to mandate it. Right? Like, they're Mm -hmm. going to mandate it immediately. And then there's a lot of people who just look at this and say, well, unless you can completely prove to me that it works perfectly, I'm not going to do it. And it seems like the exact reverse should be the truth. The government should only be mandating things if they're ever going to mandate something, if there's perfect evidence that this is an effective thing. And on the other side, us as citizens, like if there's a chance that it's helpful and it's not that big of a deal, well, you want to take those steps, but you should be taking them on your own. The government should not be forcing you to do those things. And over Mm -hmm. and over and over again, that's the solution because, of course, that's the solution for everything. Everything is a government solution. The only the way the only way you can solve a problem in this society, according to most people in the media, is to have it mandated. Which is what I mean. Think of how bad they are in this point, Pat. They have a president that they believe is a fascist, and they're begging him to mandate things. Yeah, yes, <laughs> like, that's crazy. What on earth? That doesn't make any sense at Absolutely all. Absolutely nuts. Um, and I, I think the only way that you're supposed to handle this as an American is to be completely panicked like they are. Mm-hmm. You see the reaction to Kirk Cousins because he yeah. he made the statement he made, which was, yeah, I'm not that afraid of it. Basically, that's what he said. I'm not that afraid of it. If yeah. I get it, I get it. If I die, I die. Yes. And they're, they're taking him apart because of that. Can't have any disagreement, Pat. Can't <sighs> have anybody who... Th- look, like, you absolutely have to panic over it. You have to. You can't just, you know, you can't just have a different opinion. Right. Right. Like, it's impossible. Right. And look, you know, if the, if the Minnesota Vikings are really worried about this and they don't want them around their team, then they can keep them home. They're going to still have to pay them. Right. <laughs> but, but I mean, at the end of the day, if they really believed he was this huge danger, even though they might not have a, you know, they might lose a couple of football games, they'd probably keep him home. Like everybody realizes mm-hmm. and that's, that's, that's the other part of this. That's really frustrating is that like, if you taking a few precautions is better than more than taking none right so like they make it seem like if you're not perfect in doing everything that they say you're supposed to do then you're killing then you're killing people well you know maybe you wouldn't be able to get like there might be somebody who is you know what i don't really want to do uh the mask but you know i'll do the social distancing thing i'm totally cool with that i don't need to be right up in somebody's face and Mm -hmm. smell their weird garlic breath every time i talk to them i'll stand (laughs) six feet back i'm fine with that when you, when you assault people on every one of these little safety precautions, they just say, screw off. They say, screw you. I'm not going to do any of it now. Mm-hmm. And that's that makes it worse, not it, better, yes, worse. Right. But it doesn't right. seem like they actually care. If they cared, they'd be yelling at the protesters and saying, what the hell are you guys doing? Why are you having 50,000 people at, at, on the mall? Why are you doing mm-hmm. that? You can't do that. We're, this is a pandemic we're in the middle of. They yelled at all the bikers who went to South Dakota sure did they yelled at the 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 white house for having people sit near each other for one speech in which they weren't even you know they weren't chanting or anything all they were doing is clapping you know if you're silent 
there's a much a much bigger reduction in the chance of you uh, spreading this virus. Mm-hmm. So, but they don't care. I mean, we went through this whole list of all these publications. Uh, Drew Holden did this on Twitter, where he had the side by side of the same organizations: Politico, CNN, BuzzFeed, all of them, where they said the White House speech. All the coverage was about how they were not socially distanced, they were not wearing masks, blah, blah, blah. And then the glowing civil rights are back uh, coverage of, oh of, the, of the march in Washington. Yeah. They don't care. Why would anyone take them seriously the way they act? When Nancy Pelosi's yeah. walking through a salon with no mask in the middle of a pandemic that she's yelling at everybody else about masks about, uh, how can anybody take them seriously? It's almost, it's almost impossible. They obviously don't mean these things. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that, that, that they're right to, to not take any precautions. But when it's, when it's their idea, when, when it's their world, when John Lewis is the funeral, then everyone can go. Because they like John Lewis and they're more important than you. The hypocrisy during this time has been uh, just such so much in our faces that uh, it's really hard. And they don't care. They don't care. Nancy Pelosi just turned this on the salon owner. It's her fault now. She's the victim. Yeah. She was set up. I like the set up argument. I mean, Isn't that's that great. That's that can get you to anything. I was set up. I you was, were set up. <laughs> yeah. Didn't your assistant call them to see if they could do your hair? Yeah. What do you mean you're set up? <laughs> and then she tells she tells one uh, one reporter that uh, somebody recommended this hair salon, and then she said at her press conference or whatever that was. That she's been going here for years. Oh, uh, that's because she's a liar. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. just lies. Uh, whatever yeah. things she's a she lying says, sack, like yeah. like all Democrats are. Uh, it's unbelievable. Most politicians, actually, but more so with these Democrats, it's unbelievable. It's yeah, and and, and Nancy Pelosi is in, is incomprehensible. I mean, it, yeah. the level she has literally no. You know that thing, like if you're saying something that's a little dishonest. And you oh, kind of go ahead yeah, with it anyway. Have any... You have that internal pull that says, I don't know if I should be saying this. Yeah. She has none just of for that. fear of getting caught. Even No, but she doesn't even have that. No, nope. she doesn't care if she gets caught. She just lies more. Yep. That's all she has to do. And everyone <laughs> covers amazing. for her. Yeah. But I like this one's really bad, right? She's torching a business. Yeah. She's trying to ruin it. Now, look, I can understand completely what the salon owner did here. You know, you know what? I'll let it happen. Then I'll watch. I mean, because you can even make the argument that you can get a haircut uh, in a, an empty salon, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like, look, I don't think they should be closed in the first place. But but they're not supposed to. They're supposed to cut their hair only outside, which yeah. I've never seen an outdoor salon. No. Are, are, are there a lot of them? Because I don't never, think so. I, think, I don't think I've it, ever been to one. It's a little bit of a retrofit for this era, I suppose. So, I yeah. mean, I mean, I guess it wouldn't really, if it wasn't windy, it wouldn't be a problem for them to cut it outside. But other than that, <laughs> no, I've never seen I just one. never seen it. Me neither. I'm, I'm with you on that. But like, why, uh, why wouldn't you wear a mask? Like you can get away with, with mm-hmm. saying, okay, I'm going to go to one of these places if there's only one person in there, but why wouldn't you wear a mask? And again, she wasn't wearing it even coming in the door as far right. as I understand. Right. Uh, she, now she's walking around inside. She doesn't wear it coming in the door. Mm-hmm. It's because she is better than you. Right. That's exactly. Why. That's the only reason she in her head gets to get, mm-hmm. do whatever the hell she wants because she's better than you. Yes. She is a superior being. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately this is what this woman thinks yeah let's we'll have to play uh what she had to say yesterday we'll do that uh, coming up in 60 seconds
The best way to listen to music? Using a pair of premium wireless earbuds. And Raycon's newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are the best ones yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, noise-isolating fit, and it allows you to really hear everything that you're listening to. Plus, a 45-day return policy. So give them a try. Limited time, 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds at buyraycon.com slash back. Limited time, 15% off buyraycon.com slash back. On September 18th, don't miss Infidel, the new heart-pounding political thriller inspired by true events. You are an American spy. What? Infidel tells the story of one man's incredible journey of faith and survival after being kidnapped in the Middle East and his wife's courage to never give up on him. This is terrorism. When his country abandoned him, his freedom became her mission. I came here to save his life. Starring Jim Caviezel. Do your job. See Infidel, only in theaters September 18th. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. So Nancy Pelosi was uh, very much Nancy Pelosi yesterday. She's She was asked about uh, the salon visit. Here's what she had to say. No, I've been there many over the years. I've been there many times. I appreciate, I appreciate the question. And let me just say this. Mm-hmm. I take responsibility for trusting of the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times Uh and that um, when they said what we're able Mm -hmm. to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time I trusted that as it turns out it was a setup so I take responsibility for falling for a setup and that's all I'm going to say that's absolutely pathetic anything else excuse me Well, I don't. I think that they owe, uh, that this salon owes me an apology for setting up. Because she's she's the victim now. It's not amazing. She's the victim here. She effectively turned it all around to where she is the victim, the unknowing person who just trusted too much, and that's what she takes responsibility for. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think effectively right. might be misused in that. T- I don't think it was very effective. No, that's true. But the media I will believe not. anything she says. Obviously. They'll just go along with it and say, oh, yes, of course, obviously, sure. this is a huge setup, a setup because, you know, I, I can't, this has happened to me, I happened three times last week where I was just walking around and then all of a sudden found myself getting a haircut without a mask. I just oh walking around my town. Gosh. Is it, you know what it is? It's, mm-hmm. uh, it is those predatory stylists. Yes, yes. You've, okay, the you've seen them. Predatory stylists. I've, I've seen them a million times. I'm terrified of them. Like, you'll be walking down, you know, you're, I'm, I want to go to McDonald's. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm about to walk into McDonald's. Mm-hmm. White van pulls up. Uh, door swings open. It grabbed me with both hands, tossed me in the back. All of a sudden, you're in a salon. All of a sudden, I'm in the salon. I, I wake Your up. Your hair's being washed. Yep, it's being washed. I, you and know, you're like, what the hell? scalp massage. Are they going to give me a haircut now? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's I've really- had that happen with uh, with a stylist, and I've had it happen with uh, people, uh, bankers, who want to give me a loan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The mm-hmm. predatory loan is oh another gosh. thing that I just am terrified of. Oh, my gosh. I had, I had a, I had a guy. <laughs> I walked into a bank one time. They just started throwing money at me. Oh my god! And I was like, "Wait, I don't want a loan." Right? And they, they just kept throwing no, the money. You at have me. to have one. Yeah, 
I, that was that was evil. Scary. That was evil. It's just plain scary. <laughs> That's one of the best ways to intimidate someone <laughs> is to give them money and then say, you, you got to. You have to take this. You have to take it. Of course, it. you'll have to pay us back at a massive interest rate because we are predators after all. Right. And then I was saying like, well, Whoa. what if I don't sign it? And they say, well, if you don't sign it, then we can't make you take the money. So I, I obviously signed. You had to sign. I it. had to sign it. Yeah. You know, and I had to agree to the terms <laughs> on the piece of paper I was signing. But other than that, it was them being predatory. Yeah, yeah right. Know? Just right. like the just like these salons, just you know? like the salons. I, <laughs> you know who else does this kind of stuff for the college presidents? Sometimes they'll kidnap you and make you go to their college and pay a lot of tuition. Oh, you're kidding me! Yeah, and then you got tuition to pay off the rest of your life. Right? Yeah, that it, happens too. It, so all the time, all of these things are uh, so frightening. This is why uh, we need loan forgiveness. It is. You know, and free college. Yes. Because people are unable to avoid going to four years of college. And now we need free salons. Yep. Because they're coming and kidnapping us and putting us in the chair. These bastards. I hate them. The- <laughs> eat them. <laughs> like, how does anyone believe so this? I don't think anyone don't does know. with Pelosi. I, hope I don't they think don't. anybody does. I mean, I think Democrats do, right? Don't they just accept nah, it? I don't think so. I think they, they know, look, she's better. She gets to do whatever she wants. She's a politician. I mean, when yeah. you believe the progressive mindset, you believe there are different classes of people. And some people get more rights than others. This is the Glenn Beck program oh the world is fun right now temperature taking has basically become the new national pastime uh you know as businesses start to open up and allow employees to come to work one of the best tools they have for keeping those employees safe is an ability to monitor temperatures throughout the day um so there's a company called tempogenics and and they have a really great product they they just decided to like let's just streamline this process and they're having huge success with this. It's called the Temp and Toss. It's the first paper thermometer strip available for retail. There's no Mylar. There's no battery. Uh, everything is assembled by adults with disabilities. And they and this is a really cool thing that they do. Uh, people in recovery at Goodwill Enterprises. All the, they have you know they work with all these great organizations. And when the COVID pandemic came along, they released a bulk thermometer option for employers uh, that includes a dispenser box with options uh, for 3,000 or 5,000 strip roll. So, you know, you got to take the temperature. It's, it's a it's big pain. They made it very easy. Tempogenics utilizes uh, all sorts of great uh, organizations that they have to get these things done. Tempotoss is available at tempntoss.com uh, slash back to work and major retail. You can get major retailers as well. Email them at support at tempogenics.com support at tempogenics.com. Check out my show, won't you? Pat Gray Unleashed. Every day, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anywhere you get your podcast for free. Last week, we had Ryan Morrow on from the Clarion Project. Uh, he was on the show to talk about his uh, release of their latest documentary, Covert Cash, what American universities don't want you to know about their foreign funding. Mm-hmm. Blaze TV subscribers got first access on Friday. No way. They did not. No, they did. They did? Yeah. First they access. They really did? On Friday. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, they've now released okay. it everywhere, and you can see Hardware it. stores? Can I see it at a hardware store if I want to, or a shoe store? Is, is a shoe store a place? Yes, it is. Well, then you can see it there. Oh, okay. Because it's I, everywhere. That's where I'd like to see it at a Payless. Really? So, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. How many documentaries do you watch at a Payless? Oh, I can't even count how many times I've done it. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. It's I love just it. so we understand. You're I just wa- sit there and try on shoes while I watch documentaries. 
Really? Yeah, it's awesome. It's all, you should try it. You should try it sometime. I, I guess. I, I never yeah. really thought of trying Maybe it. come watch this one with me at the I would, pay list. I would love to. Okay. We'd have to go All to right. youtube.com slash clarionprojectorg, though. Okay. Can we do uh, that? Is right. that okay? Yeah. Uh, sure. All right. We'll do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Glenn talked about last night, nothing is safe in the hands of big tech. And that's we're going to get into that later on today. Uh, if for any reason, of course, YouTube censors their documentary. It's available on Blaze TV. Use the promo code BIGTECH. Mm-hmm. And you go to uh, go to the Glenn TV uh, show page to see Covert Cash. You can check it out uh, anytime this weekend at any Payless location. <laughs> you can just walk in, or your Ace nearby Ace Hardware store. Really? Yeah, yeah. I feel like at least Payless, you have a place to sit. <laughs> Ace true. Hardware. What do you do? You're at the Hammer section. Or yeah, you can. You can watch it from the Hammer section, okay. or you know the lawn chairs. Sometimes there's a lawn. There might be a lawn chair in there. Okay. Yeah, the lawn they chairs do might sell be. some equipment like that. That's, that, that's a much yeah. better option than much the hammer better. section. I think so. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Did you read about uh, Elon Musk planning to build a glorious city on Mars? <laughs> I love this guy's... I love yeah. his ambition. I really do. It's infectious. Like, he he really... He makes you believe that we're going to do all these things. Um, that within a few years... I think he's sticking to his plan. 2024, right? 2024 is the Mars shot? Or... Is 2024 might be the moon and 2028 or 2030 might be Mars. I don't know. Anyway, it's a really, it's a short timetable because does it feel like we're ready to go to Mars yet? It really doesn't. I don't, to me at least. Yeah. Mars no, or I, the moon or really anywhere. No, it does not seem like it. Uh, it does not seem like something that's going to be right around the corner. No, I, you know, it doesn't look, at they're all. doing amazing things. They are. And it's obviously possible. And I love that. It's a private business doing this. Mm-hmm. They have partnered with NASA, but still, at least you got the private business element to it now. And uh, he is talking about these rocket ships. He's building these starship rockets, he calls them, to take people back and forth to Mars. And he says he's going to need a fleet of a thousand ships to create a sustainable city. Not even not even a place dependent on Earth. It's going to be Mars sustainable. And he wants to have a million human beings living on Mars by, I believe, 20, yeah, 2050. By 2050. So he can take 100 people at a time. It'd be three flights a day for nine or 10 years, and we'd have a million people on Mars. There is one drawback. There's one slight drawback. Okay. The first bunch of groups of people who go right. will probably die. Uh, so it's a one-way trip. You're going to be dead when you after you get there. Well, everyone's going to die. <laughs> yes, right. but I mean quickly. I mean before their time. They're obviously going to perish because oh. <laughs> Mars can't sustain life. But I mean that's a small <laughs> price to pay, right? To st- to start a colony on Mars. It's actually quite a big price to pay. <laughs> I can think. Uh, yeah. Do you really? I feel like it's one of the biggest <laughs> prices to pay. <laughs> Really so you still think that uh, human life has value? Oh, that's right. That's my wow. problem. That's my that's problem. Weird, yeah. That's weird, Stu. I've been thinking weird. that maybe, I don't know, even unborn <laughs> human life had some value. <laughs> so that's really crazy. I'm way out on a limb on that Wow. Uh, it's funny. I was, I was watching uh, some social media feed, uh, I think from Steven Crowder, uh, who's on Blaze TV. You can always watch his mm-hmm. show on Blaze TV. And I, he was doing something about, you know, he does those things, uh, change my mind. He goes and just sits down and sets the yeah. table up and goes and, and says something controversial and says, change my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, this was sort of the reverse of that, where he, it said something about changed my mind. And it was about Tesla. 
and he was talking he had clips of him joking about tesla and mocking the cars and everything and hmm. then it had him driving in one and it, at least the insinuation was i didn't see the whole segment but it was, the insinuation was he drove and he was like this is pretty great uh we went through that same the transition same thing same exact we, transition <laughs> we had the same experience uh-huh. because yeah you know you could sit here and I, and part of me still feels that like every time i see one i'm like oh geez look at this look at this dope and, and then a little <laughs> stupid tesla and at the same time like knowing yeah. we drove this thing <laughs> oh it was amazing. the most amazing thing i've ever driven in my life yeah i mean it, awesome. you know it is incredibly fast you feel like you're in a spaceship yes they're updating the technology all the time all the time and it just happens like it happens automatically kind of because it's downloaded to your car Yeah, one day your car just goes faster it's an amazing what it's amazing it really is yeah now i guess they do have some quality control problems Mm -hmm. i think they've got some of the biggest issues in in the auto industry in fact in the quality control i believe that's because they you know yeah they're bound to right because it's really high tech so they're going to have some issues uh, but it's a, I mean, you, you've got that great big screen. You've got the cool, sleek look of the car and it goes zero to 60 in less than three seconds. I think, I mean, it's, they're pretty amazing. They're pretty amazing. It's done some cool things. Yeah, it really is. And Tesla's like the, the second biggest, uh, by market cap, the second or first biggest car company. First. Is it first? Yeah, that was past yeah. Toyota. Yeah. Um, just past Toyota a couple weeks ago. Like, that's out of control. Like, it's amazing. I, there's just, I mean, I, because they don't sell anywhere near no. the volume that no. Toyota or Ford, GM, anybody sells. Yeah, and yet it's more valuable than those companies. And the, the, obviously, people are projecting the future. And yeah, this thing, and their stuff yeah. is great. But I, I still don't know that I see that as like the ultimate solution. But whatever. I mean, like, and this is what's so funny about Elon Musk is that here's a guy who has come to the place where, as you point out, Pat. He's not only created an electric car company to try to solve the climate crisis. Mm-hmm. He's actually sending people to Mars <laughs> so that we can figure yeah. out a way to get off this planet in case the climate gets so bad. That's how liberal the guy is. Yes. But the fact that he wanted to open up his own freaking factory against government edict made him some crazy right winger. It turned the, the left against him. Yep. Now they hate him. Now they hate him. Because because Why? Because he wanted to open up his yeah. own factory? Right. He wanted to make money again? Sorry. Wanted to produce cars for people who want them? Oh, what a horrible thing to do. I know. And you know, he can't be Mr. I'm going to save the climate unless people are actually doing the thing that they're supposed to be doing at the factory. Yes. Right. And, but I, and I was told quite clearly the biggest threat to us was, was the climate change situation. Oh, multiple times not by multiple global, people. Not a pandemic. Right. No. That's right. That was never any, that was George Bush's concern. That was not the left's concern. And Bush was, uh, was obsessed with pandemics. Everyone kind of just ignored him on, the, uh, on it. Yeah. That one seemed like that yeah. was a little bit of a bigger situation than, than what we've seen with the big 0.9 degree temperature rise over the past century. So, so not only does he do the Tesla thing, not only does he do the space thing, but now he's doing like chips in your brain to try to uh, control seizures or depression or any number of things. Now I'm not sure I want a, a chip implanted in me <laughs> no, anywhere. Really, but, but it's an it's an amazing piece of technology if it does help people. Um, he one of the things it's supposed to do is maybe even cure depression, which would be amazing. That's just I mean he's done some incredible things. He really has uh, and. Along the way, has become what the third richest man in the world now. He just passed Mark Zuckerberg, I think, at one hundred and 
120 billion dollars or something Jeez. 120 billion can you believe 120 billion is third on the list now amazing just absolutely incredible um and you just you just have to sit back and and kind of marvel because he's a weird guy oh yeah he's a very strange person he is and kind of admittedly so and at one time he was apparently sleeping in his factory because he couldn't get the cars produced that he wanted to get produced i mean it took him way longer than he thought it was going to take to produce what a thirty thousand dollar car thirty thousand dollar version of what he was making before uh, so he had to sleep on the premises in the factory in order to make that happen. To be clear, he did not need to sleep at the factory. He's That's just what a, he said, Stu. I, no, he's just a That's weird guy. That's what he said. Right? He, he, he's <laughs> yes. like, like, there's no, there's never a reason the owner of the company needs to sleep on the factory floor to get a car <laughs> That's built. Like, That's not a thing. true. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a thing. But he's was he up. on the floor, though? He was. He slept right on the floor. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I, like, he in a sleeping his, bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a Paw Patrol sleeping bag, which I thought was interesting. Uh, it, was a, it was an interesting visual. The guy does push himself really he hard. Yeah, he does. And he cares. I, you know, and, and I will say, you know, he's, he's definitely a, a very quirky guy. Mm-hmm. But part of me mm-hmm. is like, you know, if I was a billionaire, it's kind of how I roll, I think. Now, I wouldn't work as hard as him. Definitely no not. No way. And I wouldn't care about the same things. I wouldn't be trying to solve the climate crisis. <laughs> but would I be? Would I build a flamethrower company? Probably. I probably do have my own flamethrower company. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, like I, mm-hmm. You're just going to th- throw money at really crazy things that you think have a 1% chance of working. You know? And mm-hmm. whatever you think the biggest... like. I, I, you would just do all crazy things and not apologize for them. And that's what I think people like about Elon Musk. Like He just doesn't care. You know, he, no, he doesn't. He obviously should not have been saying things like, I don't like the regulation in California. I'm going to move to Texas. Like, as a liberal, he's not supposed to say things like that. Mm-hmm. But he did because it's mm-hmm. what he thought was true. He actually said at one point, was it last year? He said his stock price was way too high. Yeah. Which is kind of <laughs> counterproductive. Uh, when you own a whole bunch of those stocks, you don't want them to be lowered necessarily. Yeah. And somehow he survived that and the stock price went up a lot. And now he's a much richer man because of it. Amazing. All right. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More patent stew for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program coming up. You're listening to Glenn Beck. According to a Forbes columnist, you need to own gold because it is money and it has intrinsic value. Owning gold keeps all of your eggs out of one basket. So add physical gold, one of the few assets that has no counterparty risk. You need to speak to Goldline and learn how easy it is to add physical gold to your portfolio, your IRA, or even your 401k. 866-GOLDLINE. Read their important risk information and find out if gold or silver is right for you. 866-465-3546. That's 866-GOLDLINE. Don't miss Infidel, the new heart-pounding political thriller inspired by true events. After being kidnapped in the Middle East, one man must hold on to his faith to survive, and his wife must find the courage to never stop fighting for him. He's caused an international incident. I can't give up on him. his country abandoned him for sharing his beliefs. This is terrorism. His freedom became her mission. See Infidel, starring Jim Caviezel, only in theaters September 18th. And 
Thanks, Pat and Stu, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. We were just talking about uh, some of these athletes who are speaking out because because uh, Stu, you just did a segment, didn't you, on uh, Jacob Blake? Yeah, we should go through that maybe today. Yeah, about. later on we should we should get into that. Him and his dad. Yeah, you can watch it on YouTube. Just search for Stu, and uh, you'll see the show there. And it was the one we did last night. And it's it, it, it's fascinating to watch him be lionized. Almost deified, uh, some yeah. of these people yeah. have been, you know, so revered all of a sudden. And in some cases, it might not be appropriate. It does know? seem, and this is different than, I, you know, like, you can find fault in every single situation, right? There's always mm-hmm. something that somebody did, they may not have done it wrong. And, and we've talked about many times cases that you might be able to find something bad about the person in their past. Like that's, I think somewhat of a lame thing to do to just do like, okay, this person was killed by police. It's controversial. Let's go find all the bad things about him. That's not Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake is the reason why the police were called to this location is because of the things he had done. Uh, The, the reason why he bad things, bad things. The reason why he acted the way he did that day is because he knew he was running away, not from just a, a police incident, but from decades in prison. Because he right. allegedly is one of the worst people in our society. Yeah. Because of what he's done to uh, this one pr- woman in particular who called cops uh, on him that day. But put a decal uh, with his name on it, on your helmet. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good job, Drew Brees. Uh, that'll be great. Yeah, that was That's, brilliant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, so idiotic, stupid. and he wasn't the only one of the Saints who did it. I think you know, Kamara and a few others did. But like, <clears throat> look, you can say that there's a problem with police violence if you if you want. I mean, we've statistically shown that it's really not true. That's not to say that there's no problem. It's just not a societal, systemic type of issue, right? Um, and so there right. are obviously cases of it occasionally. There's always going to be because people mm-hmm. aren't perfect. So there's going to be some problems. Well, we have this thing, Pat, that's working against us when it comes to perfection, which is humanity. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, tough because that. humans aren't perfect, and there's right. 330 million of them here, and a lot of them screw up every single day, yeah. including the people who are constantly, um, you know, like the, Jacob Blake's father, for example, Ooh. Uh, who, who is uh, Joe Biden is going to meet with today. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting meeting. That I should be an interesting the, conversation. Yeah. with a cracker. Yeah, I'm interested to to uh. see how that goes. I'm wondering if Joe will ask him about how much how bad Jews are. Because I'm wondering, right. because he has a lot of imp- really important opinions about how awful Jews are and how they've ruined society. Not to mention crackers. And crackers as well. Of which Joe Biden is one. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have a, so. a, a pleasant discussion about um, <laughs> uh, how awful Jewry is. Because that'll be a great one to see. You know, maybe Joe can add some of that to his platform. Maybe he can learn from Jacob Blake's That's father. A, I hope yeah, he does. Point. You know, he should not meet with this guy. This would be akin to, to Trump meeting with somebody who has KKK leanings. Yeah. If, if Donald Trump scheduled a meeting with, with David Duke tomorrow, it would be the same as, as meeting with this guy. This guy has, if you haven't seen yeah. his social posts, maybe we should go over them as well because people might not be up on that uh, coming up here in a few minutes. But they are as hate, you know, anything Richard Spencer would write online, these things are as bad or worse. Easily. You know, these Easily. are the guys. And they're seems, recent too. Yes. They're recent. Very recent. And that's just who this guy is. Mm-hmm. And now he he's going to be the voice of reason to teach us about racial issues. No. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. No. I'm not accepting it. For, this is nonsense. But this is what happens every time, you know, there's a police shooting. They deify the person who was shot, no matter what kind of person they are. And, you know, that doesn't mean that it, they shouldn't have been shot. Right. Obviously, they shouldn't have been. Right. 
but um, maybe you should be careful about who you're deifying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, look, even if you say with with Jacob Blake, should he have been shot multiple times? Um, well, no. I mean, I think the 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 punishment for the crimes he's allegedly committed would be something more like life in prison. So there is mm-hmm. a distinction. I mean, I, I mean, it's not a death penalty situation. It's a life in prison situation, uh, in my mind. Uh, but wait, hey, you know, I mean, I, look, everyone gets a trial, and of course, you know, look, if the police did something wrong, they should be prosecuted for it. But uh, this is a this is not the story the media is telling this you. Is the Glenn Beck program? Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey? To save you money, Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, Lululemon, Macy's. Honey has found over $2 billion in savings. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds. Get money for free by joining Honey. Joinhoney.com slash back. That's joinhoney.com slash back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program. He's taking some time off for Labor Day. You believe it's Labor Day weekend coming up here already? Just wow! Summer went by fast. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Oh, this is great. Joe Biden meeting with uh, Jacob Blake Senior today. That should be an interesting conversation the two of them have. I wonder if Jews will come up because um, that seems to be the thing that uh, <laughs> Jacob Blake's dad is really interested in. Yeah, he's interested in Jews. Mm-hmm. I. I it's so weird the amount of people who are so interested in Jews like he is. I, I don't That's even get weird. that. I don't, I don't, I don't get, get it. Also, uh, Jacob Blake Jr. Uh, seems to have some issues that we're finding out more about as well. A uh, couple of things in in his background that maybe aren't maybe aren't conducive to him being deified right now by the Democrats. Is that possible? Mm-hmm. Is he maybe not? A saint, for instance. How dare you? I know. How dare you? Pat? I know the guy got shot. I shouldn't be saying that. He's, but he's not a saint. Not a saint. Mm. I do. I want him to have gotten shot seven times in the back. Mm, no, prefer not. No. Uh, I mean, it would have been nice if they could have, you know, arrested him and just taken him to jail. But yeah, but that's where he should be for a very yeah. long time. Yes, a very long time. Yes, the guy's not. Uh, I mean, he's done some stuff done some serious stuff he really has um you know and i i i'm i'm fascinated to see uh the the government uh and uh so many like joe biden kamala harris and and more uh do this sort of deifying thing uh with jacob blake because and Mm -hmm. it's not just politicians it's it's you know the WNBA, which is a, a a basketball league played by women what there is one yeah Huh. Yeah, I didn't know. Start? I didn't know either, but I well, until I saw this picture of them in their t-shirts. Okay. And they were t-shirts <laughs> that spell out Jacob Blake. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Drew Brees, New Orleans uh-huh. Saints putting it on a masking a tape on their helmet. Yeah, yeah. That's so wonderful. That's Jacob beautiful. Great. Beautiful. 2.2 million dollars in a GoFundMe 
coming his way. Uh, oh so my far. gosh. $2.2 million for Jacob Blake. That's great. And I'm so glad people are doing that. Wow. For him. And um, then wait till he sues the city in, uh, of Kenosha and the state of Wisconsin yep. and, the, and the police association. And He'll do all those things. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've seen all these comments from uh, Biden and Kamala and, and so many more. But to understand what happened on August 23rd, which was the date of the shooting, you have to go back to May 3rd. So May 3rd is an incident. There's an incident. Uh, it's a, it's it's a little it's a little uh, icky. Um, he was charged with third degree sexual assault, among other things. And there's some rumors going around the internet that he had uh, that was about sex with a minor, and so that's not true. They've someone has like taken a different mm. state's third degree sexual assault law and, and put it into posts oh. online, which again is bizarre because yeah, this is I'd bad. I've heard enough. that too, but yeah. not true. No, not true. Now, here's the, what the Wisconsin there's two things that need to be true to get third degree sexual assault in Wisconsin. Number one, the defendant had sexual intercourse with the victim. Okay. Number two, the victim did not consent to the sexual intercourse. Now, to me, that's just straight out rape, right? Like that, yeah. that's, you could call it the third yes. degree sexual assault if you want, but the definition of rape, I would, I could easily define it just like that. The defendant had sexual intercourse with the victim. The victim did not consent to the sexual intercourse. Kind of just seems like straight up rape. That's what mm. I would call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we now know that the woman, um, the alleged victim was the same woman who called police on the day Blake was shot. She called police on Blake because he showed up at her place when he wasn't supposed to. And the last time he was there, he was charged with third degree sexual assault. (laughs) My understanding was not only did he show up when he wasn't supposed to, he showed up in the middle of the night standing over her in her bed. So this is the May 3rd incident. I'm talking about the shooting. So this is why he, he, she's calling police because this guy who showed up in the middle of the night last time he was there is a bit of a problem in her life. Okay. Um, It's and like, look, obviously we have the whole thing it's this is an alleged situation at this time we all get trials uh, we all get are innocent until proven guilty i will point out to the left this includes the police officers too mm-hmm. i know this is gonna be mm. shocking but i'm gonna give that right. benefit of the doubt to both sides uh but basically what happened was the victim here the woman went to a, um, a party in milwaukee the previous night so this is may 2nd may 3rd early in the morning comes back at like four in the morning arrives at home comes in and goes to bed in her in her bed. Jacob Blake breaks in to her home, and uh, she is startled awake when she at six o'clock in the morning she wakes up, and Jacob Blake <clears throat> is standing over her. Okay, mm-hmm. now they had known each other for years, but it was well known that he was not welcome in her home. So think about you know what kind of person you have to be to do this right like you need to actually yeah. yep. break into someone's home you're, you're you're intimidating this woman you're standing over her now she was not alone in bed and this is important to note she was not alone in bed she was sleeping next to one of her children so she's mm. alone she's in her bed with one of her children and then Blake assaults her in a way that I'm not going to describe here on radio but uh, it's not and there's a lot of really disgusting details that go along with it uh we're going to spare you those um but the police report is available the new york post obta- obtained it among uh, others a couple of other media sources as well uh but he uh, he sexually assaulted her uh now after this ends he leaves uh the woman gets up collects herself runs out of the door to basically yell at him you know whatever 
she's very pissed off that this has occurred. Mm-hmm. She goes out to find that her car is missing. Comes back in, looks in her purse, realizes he's taken her keys. He's taken her ATM card. She, he, he, uh, the car is gone. She, he goes in the car, takes, and it makes two withdrawals uh, from her bank account. Um, uh, unauthorized withdrawals from her bank account. Jeez. So he's stealing, he stole her car and money. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting what happens when she actually calls 911 because the, as you know the police are a bunch of a bunch of racist monsters they're going to come here probably and execute every minority in the place right that's what i would assume is going to happen right so we'll pick the story up there in 60 seconds this is the glenn beck program The best way to listen to music? Using a pair of premium wireless earbuds. And Raycon's newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are the best ones yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, noise-isolating fit, and it allows you to really hear everything that you're listening to. Plus, a 45-day return policy. So give them a try. Limited time, 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds at buyraycon.com slash back. Limited time, 15% off buyraycon.com slash back. On September 18th, don't miss Infidel, the new heart-pounding political thriller inspired by true events. You are an American spy. What? Infidel tells the story of one man's incredible journey of faith and survival after being kidnapped in the Middle East. And his wife's courage to never give up on him. This is terrorism. When his country abandoned him, his freedom became her mission. I came here to save his life. Starring Jim Caviezel. Do your job. See Infidel, only in theaters September 18th. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. We're talking about uh, Jacob Blake and some of his background before the shooting. Yeah, you can get all the details and I have, uh, you know, uh, screenshots and all this stuff uh, on the show last night on Stu Does America. Go to YouTube, search for Stu. You can watch the whole show there if you want to get additional detail. But we're going through what happened that day. And it's really ugly, honestly. She's finally, she's been assaulted. He's, st- he's stolen the car. He's done all these terrible things. Now he's decided, uh, he, she's called 911. The police come. And instead of, you know, violently attacking every minority in the complex, they're actually really protective of the victim, which is, I know, a shocking thing for police to do. Uh, They take a a tearful statement from her where she said her assault, quote, caused her pain and humiliation was done without her consent. She was, quote, very humiliated and upset by the sexual assault. Uh, They also noted that she had a very difficult time telling the officer about what had happened. And she cried as she told how the uh, told them how. The defendant assaulted her and so you know people might say and i understand it you know okay he's a bad guy what about the incident himself itself though right like you could say he's a bad guy but what about the actual incident and this is where i think people need to focus their attention this is the incident this if you're going to pick an, an incident that involves jacob blake this is the one to care about this is it you can talk you can put his name on your shirts if you want But this is the incident. This is the one we should prioritize. Yes, a woman being raped next to her child in bed as she slept should take priority over an alleged rapist getting shot by police. Yes. Like, frankly, that is just true. And, you know, I hear a uh, a lot of calls for justice for Jacob Blake. Where are the calls for justice for this woman? 
who is sitting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, is LeBron James crying about her? No, it doesn't no, seem to be. It doesn't seem to be at all. Mm. I haven't heard LeBron James say word one about this woman he raped. Mm. Where does she get to her justice? Because she doesn't see, no one seems to give a crap about that. You know, and yeah, you know, he might, maybe he doesn't deserve to be uh, shot seven times. And we can talk about the circumstances there, which we've covered. And obviously there's a million reasons why that happened. And we can go into all the details on that. But again, this is a, it's not like he did something where there was the thing with Eric Garner. Remember Eric Garner? And they're like, oh, you Mm -hmm. know, he should have been, you know, killed for selling loose cigarettes. It's not exactly, you know, it's not true per se, but he didn't commit a major crime to lead to the incident as, as it happened. Mm -hmm. This guy did (laughs) commit, he committed third degree sexual assault. You, you heard the definition. It's rape. The victim, um, by the way, uh, it was a victim of not only rape, but also uh, her car being stolen, her bank account being stolen, several other things. It's this also not a one-time incident. As the victim stated, he, quote, physically assaults her uh, around twice a year when he drinks heavily. The guy basically has a, you know, mm. a recurring calendar event to come commit domestic abuse against this woman, and she's had to live with this this entire time. And I don't know, what's the appropriate penalty for this? Repeated domestic assault, uh, grand theft auto, um, uh, stealing some money from a bank account, and rape. What's the, What are you going to get? A life in prison? Uh, might be what, appropriate, that yeah. Might, that might be where I yeah. landed on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the penalty for his sexual assault is 10 years in Wisconsin. Ask me if I think that's good enough. It's not. Okay? 10 years is, is a ridiculously small sentence for what this guy did. And that doesn't even include all of his other crimes, including, of course, fighting with officers, resisting arrest, and all the other things that he did. So, should we care about the injustice of an innocent woman who is sexually assaulted in her bed as she slept next to her child? Or should we be talking about the supposed injustice of a frequent domestic abuser, thief, and rapist who was shot after resisting arrest, ignoring clear directions from officers while possessing a knife and walking through two tase attempts. Uh, which one should we be talking about? Because that, that choice is easy to me. I, it doesn't seem to be easy to the media. It doesn't seem to be easy to the WNBA or LeBron James or Drew Brees. And all these people who purport to care about women. Yeah. Right? I, these are the people. These are supposedly the people who protect women. This is the thing that hit me, I think, harder than so any. ridiculous. Going into this. I mean, this. how the hell in wow. the freaking Me Too era, how the hell is this happening? You know, everyone in the public eye should stop and think about what they're doing here. Imagine how this victim feels. Imagine how this victim feels, Pat. And you're Pat. burning down cities over this rapist. Yeah. A rapist. And imagine the victim who sits there and watches WNBA players wear t-shirts to spell out the name of her rapist. Imagine watching Drew Brees, if you're this victim, and seeing uh, on his helmet the name of your rapist. It's despicable. Imagine realizing that thousands of people across the country have united Mm. in effort to give your rapist $2 million. Imagine how that feels if you're the victim of... Of his sexual assault mm. and frequent domestic abuse. Imagine how that... If we can't recognize this as a society, that this is we're doing this wrong, police brutality is the least of our issues. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's, it, there's never been a case of it, obviously. But the last thing in the world we need to worry about, if we are a society who can't recognize... That the real crime here is this poor woman who was raped in a bed next to her child as her child slept. And we have celebrities 
plastering their uniforms with this guy's name. It's disgusting. It is. In every possible way. It really is. I mean, and that's assuming that's assuming that the shooting wasn't justified, right. which I'm not convinced of. No, I, I mean, I think I, I don't think there's going to be. I, I wouldn't think they'd even face charges. I would not be surprised if they face charges because this is the new reaction. Yeah, right? maybe. Right, yeah, like maybe. Kyle Rittenhouse. Look, I don't want a 17-year-old with a rifle at one of these no, things. No, I don't I either. Don't, by, any, don't by, either. by any means. I don't think it's a good idea. And you're and look, it, it you're, you're putting a 17-year-old into a, a very chaotic situation, and it's mm-hmm. very hard to see how good could come out of it. So mm-hmm. that being said... There's no way the man is guilty or the kid is guilty of first-degree murder. murder. It's ridiculous, and everybody knows it's ridiculous. And the reason they know the reason they did it is because we think if we overcharge him, we can get these riots to stop, and we'll deal with the fact that we've overcharged him in six months. Well, and you might be dealing with a jury saying, "No, you overcharge him. He's not guilty." Right, and then you're going to make it worse. That's but this is their plan. This is what they're doing now. Yeah, so unbelievable. An amazing one, though. An amazing... And, and we really haven't is. even got into the father. Let's do that here yeah. in a second. All right. Well, since when did shaving become so complicated? You see com- uh, commercials all the time for these products now. they got like 9,000 blades and all these weird products that you're throwing on your face. Wouldn't it be nice if you just had one thing instead of all these soaps and gels and foams and everything else? Well, good news. Shave Secret has got you covered. Shave Secret is a proprietary blend of essential oils. It comes with a bottle small enough to fit in a travel case. And I will, every time I think about Shave Secret, I always think, how do these guys make money? Because the bottle is so small and it lasts for like a century. It lasts forever. You only need a couple drops of it. You mo- uh, put it in your moist palm, you rub it into the area you want to shave, and then you go for it. You'll be left with the smoothest, best sh- smelling shave of your life. And you'll end up wondering where Shave Secret has been this entire time. Say goodbye to all the crazy products. Say hello to Shave Secret. Shave Secret is available regionally at HEB, Wegmans, Walmart, and Amazon. Or you can go to ShaveSecret.com. If you use the code BECK, you'll get a 10% discount. Do it now. ShaveSecret.com. Use the code BECK. 10 seconds. Station ID. Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, you know, we we're talking about uh, Jacob Blake Jr. Jacob Blake Sr. Mm. is a fun guy as well. <laughs> That's a word for he's it. He's a fun guy. Uh-huh. And he's meeting with uh, with Joe Biden today. Uh, so this is great. Given some of Joe Biden's past comments, you think maybe they'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, they might. They actually might. Uh, some things in common, actually. Those uh, he's He's made some interesting posts that might seem to some people anti-Semitic. Uh, such as saying the Jews control the media, but I mean, lots of people say that. <laughs> or do they? Or do they? A lot of anti-Semites say <laughs> it, I know. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Repeatedly referring to white people as crackers and pinks or pink toes, which I I don't think I've ever heard that term for white people. Pink toes? But that's... <laughs> I never have either. Yeah. Is that a thing? That's a thing, I guess. Uh, to him, it is. She's mm. um, trashed the Christian church. He refers to some women as hoes. In one post, he wrote, fresh out of Facebook penitentiary, I say F the white man. Okay. Uh, He captioned a graphic that reads, white Jesus exposed as the biggest fraud unleashed on the planet. Hmm. 
Hmm. And interesting. I wonder how uh, Joe Biden, a very dedicated uh, Catholic, I believe, right? Right. Uh, is going to, uh, I mean, I, cause I don't think that's, I don't think those ideologies necessarily. Maybe that's up. one of the things I'll discuss today. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he had the caption, crackers have never told the truth. Diabolical liars. Yeah, crackers. As a pink toe myself, uh, <laughs> I just, we're all diabolical liars. You got to give him that, right? Well, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I thought uh, his his point was pretty interesting when he said the first Jews were brown, not pink, damn it. And, I, you know, I never heard mm. anyone make mm-hmm. that point before. Yeah, I hadn't either. I also liked uh, the Jewish media picks and chooses who is a terrorists and who is not. Which is, who is a terrorist? Yeah, who is a terrorist and and mm-hmm. is not? Okay. Um, white Jews want you to believe there are no brown Jews. Did you know that? I didn't you know, didn't that, know either. that either. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, he right. goes on to say uh, uh, the the Jewish media. Oh, wait, oh, we did this one. Um, geez, some of the stuff I can't unfortunately read. Uh, now look, I, yeah, it's I, not, it's not, it's not just fluffy stuff. It's not like, it's, yeah, he said one thing one day that he really didn't mean. And then came out and said, that's not me. Ask any of my friends. I'm not really racist. Yeah. It's not the kind of stuff. It seems doing. to be very consistent with the black yeah. Israelite movement, which if you remember, those oh, are the people right. who were screaming at, uh, the, what's his face? Nick Coving- Sandman, Nick Sandman from Covington. Yeah. Um, he, they were screaming at him, um, all sorts of really racist things. It's, it seems consistent with that ideology. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very obsessed with why, uh, why Leopold has not been vilified like Hitler has. And that's of course, because the Jews control the media. Apparently. Oh, duh. Uh, just, I would have got again. <laughs> again. It, it is, uh, it's ugly stuff. Now, part oh, of this man. is, I don't think necessarily productive, right? The father of a, a, a guy who was shot by police. Um, and when I say a guy who was shot, a rapist who was shot by police, uh, I think you could say it's not very, particularly worthwhile to go back through his old social media clips. I mean, I can, mm-hmm. I can get on board with that idea. However, Joe Biden should not be meeting with him. No, Joe Biden not. should not be meeting with a guy. No, not. Because should. if Donald Trump... <laughs> I know the the double standard thing can be overdone, but if Donald Trump met with a guy who had said half of this stuff, he, he he doesn't like if he does not denounce white supremacy in extreme enough terms, he is basically you know that's why Joe Biden said he got in the race. Yeah, it's because 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 Donald Trump didn't say white supremacists were bad enough. Uh, after Charlottesville, which is highly controversial in and of itself. But Joe Biden's going to go meet with a guy who's posted this nonsense? Here's one of the fun things he's uh, he's posted, that he, this the guy he's going to meet with. I know some dumb crackers, but this orange cracker is the dumbest of them all. Speaking of Donald Trump, uh-huh. of course. Uh, so that's, that was sweet. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So summer is still around, and based on the way the 2020 has been going so far, I don't know. I mean, this year could last forever. Uh, one of the things everybody likes to do, though, is grill out. And I got to tell you, the Rectech grill is the best one around. They have the cool, the best technology. Um, they have the smart grill technology. You can see uh, your, I mean, right in an app on your phone, see the exact temperature. You don't need to sit there. I know I when I have a grill, I'm, I'm guessing all the time, trying to figure mm-hmm. out if this stuff is done. If it's hot enough, I can't get the side, both sides heat equally. You have to deal with any of that stuff with Rectech. Uh, it can sense outside temperature shifts and will adjust its own heat to maintain the proper temperature. It has sensors that go in whatever you're grilling and will tell you precisely when it's reached the proper temperature. Best of all, when you are, are when you got Rectech going out there doing all the work, you can be wherever you want to be controlling the whole thing from an app on your phone 
Rectech. It's sturdy, it's smart, it's dinner time. Follow Rectech on all social media and sign up for their newsletter. It's R E C T E Q, Rectech with a Q at the end. Visit Rectech with a Q.com, R E C T E Q.com, R E C T E Q.com for Rectech. Miss Glenn's special yesterday on Big Tech and the election. Check it out now on demand at blazetv.com. Promo code Big Tech. Save 20 bucks off your subscription. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Uh, you can check out both our shows, um, either live or uh, on podcast at your leisure any time of the day or night uh, wherever you get your podcasts so pat gray uh unleashed yes as well as stew does america we always appreciate you tuning in and uh, you can subscribe and rate and review and do all those things you're supposed to do five stars if you don't mind that's the uh, appropriate number it's of stars. the appropriate number of stars <laughs> yes <laughs> uh glenn had a great special last night on big tech and the influence they may or may not have over the election they're certainly trying to have uh, and so he was talking to Robert Epstein. You've, you've spoken to him on radio before, right? Yeah, a few times, yeah. Yeah, so he's really got a guy. compelling story about how influential Google really is. Here's the thing. Google only controls 86.86% of all searches. That's so, it? So, I mean, that's it. That's almost, what, 87%. So th- Wait, you're saying that Ask Jeeves only does 13%? Yeah. <laughs> X S Jeeves and uh, Lycos, okay. I think, is the other big oh, one. <laughs> so uh, they they it's they amazing. did some Google searches and then compared them to Yahoo and Bing searches. Amazing. Here's here they are talking about uh, how the negatives are suppressed uh, when when they're Joe Biden negatives. How Google suppresses them when people type in, you know, you know, Glenn Beck. Uh, we always think when it's filling the rest of it in that that is what people are searching for. But that's not true at all, is it? Uh, It was, I think, in the very, very beginning uh, when uh, that autocomplete was invented. But, uh, you know, at first it was an opt-in feature. Then all of a sudden it became a feature you couldn't opt out of. And then they reduced the number of items they were showing you to shorter and shorter lists. And very gradually, it turned into what it is now, which is just a tool for manipulation. Okay. And we have shown in randomized controlled experiments, but just by manipulating those search suggestions that they flash at you while you're typing, we can turn a 50-50 split among undecided voters into a 90-10 split with no one having the slightest idea that they have been influenced. So let's show wow. one case here. Wow. This is against Biden. And you see, uh, it says against Biden, um, against Biden political ad commercial, uh, against, okay, this is Yahoo on the top. You go down to Google and it's a different story. Explain this. Well, what Google is doing for for candidates and companies and causes Mm -hmm. that they want to promote, they are suppressing negatives. So that's a perfect example Mm -hmm. where you see negatives popping up regarding Biden uh, on YouTube and same on Bing. But on Google, somehow or other, they're gone. They're missing. They're absent. That's content suppression. Uh, you could call it censorship, but it's, it's also mm-hmm. very powerful manipulation mm-hmm. that people cannot see. You can't see 
because you don't know what you don't know. That's can you believe that from from a fifty fifty split to ninety ten based on the searches that you're doing and the fact that they're suppressing all negatives uh, of one candidate over the other. It's, it's incredible. Well, it's incredible. This happens to us all the time. Like, you know, you, you're you want to buy a new car and then you see that car all over the place. Like you kind of like it, you, it plays into what you're already doing. Yep. If you're constantly <laughs> seeing messages about how X candidate is a really bad guy and he's doing all these bad things, mm-hmm. you're, you, especially if you take it's yourself, have an effect, I think a lot of times our audience and, and us in, you know, in talk radio have this impression that the rest of the country is like us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not true they're watching you know the kardashians they're not they're not following this stuff like like you are if you're listening to this show you're yeah. already so far beyond the average amount of of information taken in on a daily basis as the the, as the average person mm-hmm. they, they're flipping through their friends facebook pages they're seeing posts from like jacob blake's father and they they're, yeah. they're looking at totally different things than you are you're not they're not getting the real information that's not what they do just yesterday, I was looking for something on Biden. It was, um, oh, I was looking for his initial comments on fracking mm-hmm. from the debate where he said that he was going to eliminate fracking and he was going to eliminate fossil fuels. No, but he, he said in the speech the other day that he was not going to ban right, fracking. Right, that's what he said, and that's yeah. the only thing I could find. That was the only thing Google presented. Now, we eventually found it somewhere else, but we had to go directly to a website to do it. Uh, the Google search didn't didn't show it up at all. It didn't show up on a Google search. Because I thought that was an interesting and underplayed moment of that speech. I am not going to ban fracking, no matter how many times Trump lies about it. Yeah. I will not ban fracking. Let me say it again. I will not ban fracking. Obviously, that's another thing that's showing up in their polls as a problem in states like Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so they're, they're, they're very transparent when they see a problem in the polls. Yeah. And many, many Americans understand it was fracking that saved our butts mm-hmm. for a long time during uh economic downturns yep thank goodness for fracking yeah and by the way you know who else should be saying thank goodness for fracking are people who are whining about global warming all the time because the turn from coal to natural Natural gas gas. is the only reason we've been able Mm -hmm. to cut our emissions Mm -hmm. and we've been able to do it without destroying an economy which is the usual way you cut your emissions and horizontal fracking uh has turned up more coal or or more uh natural gas than I in the last few years than we had in our entire history before that time. It's incredible. These it's guys it's have, unbelievable. These people have saved our economy multiple times, and then Absolutely. we have one of the two major parties that wants to ban it. And so now he's he's backing off that. But this is interesting. What they, this happens to me all the time too. You're looking for a specific thing, mm-hmm. and you search and search and search and search and search. Can't find it on Google, and you can't find it. And again, you have to take yourself out of the situation as a highly informed consumer of news content most people don't click past the first page mm-hmm. most people just give up if they can't find the thing right away right google gets to tell them exactly what the facts are that need to be seen that's right and so they don't see them and they don't see things like this with the uh the anti-hillary search uh, watch this this is amazing from last night's special explain the cook crooked hillary trends graph what does this mean Okay, that that graph shows you that at some point or other uh, in 2016, the, uh, when when uh, when Trump gave her that nickname, uh, the Google Trends is showing you that millions of people were searching for Crooked Hillary. So the question is, that's according to I mean, Google's own data. The question is, what happens if you type the word "crooked" into the Google search engine versus other search engines? Mm-hmm. And again, it's astonishing. 
You get crooked smile, crooked blank, <laughs> crooked colors uh, come down, crooked smile crooked lyrics. colors come down? But if you put it into Bing, crooked creek, second is crooked Hillary. Put it into Yahoo, crooked, the first one is crooked mm -hmm. Hillary. So two That's of right. them so, are operating yeah. honestly on the algorithm of what people Correct. are actually doing. Correct. That's, I mean, I just did it in Google. In Google uh, crooked crust. Yeah. What the? Crooked media. Crooked smile. Crooked pint. What is that? Crooked teeth. Cro crooked smile lyrics. And the crooked man. No crooked Hillary at all. I'm interested in Crooked Crust, though. It seems like a pizza place. Um, so I'm interested. <laughs> See, and that now I'm distracted and I'm looking at pizza instead of what I should be looking at, which is information about Hillary Clinton. And you're right. It is, it is pizza. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, looks, it looks pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to have to go there for lunch. We'll fact check that one for you after the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, incredible. Yeah. Uh, so they, they, he, they also feature uh, the, uh, the, head of Google, the head of YouTube, who is uh, Susan Wasinki. Wasiki, I think. Uh, and she was talking about how YouTube is taking away all of the fake news for us. We're pushing down the fake news, we're demoting it, um, and we are increasing the authoritative news and promoting it. Um, huh. How do we do that? Um, we have a how whole system. We came up with trashy news where we have build classifiers, we identify it, we look for salacious, for clickbait, content that isn't, um, that we don't think is, is uh, you know, the authoritative news. It's just but kind of encouraging people to look yeah. at, but it's not true. Um, we're training, we added these instructions to our tr um, readers, and we've updated our classifiers, um, and we are working to understand, identify that with machine learning, and then to push that down. And she's mm -hmm. very proud of all of that. Yeah. She's perfectly fine with that. She's gotten, she's not embarrassed at all to talk about that. And I'm sure it's not even occurring to anybody that's listening to her. Well, who's making that determination? Who's deciding what's trashy news and what isn't and what you should push down and what you shouldn't? Uh, I mean, aren't, aren't your opinions a little bit tainted on that? Yeah. And of course they are. And, and one of the biggest things that he talks about is this idea of, of an ephemeral um, uh, circumstance where an, ex an ephemeral experience. So these things come and they go. Like if we all, we can all go here and type crooked in, right? And see what comes up mm -hmm. and we can comment on that. However, there's no reason that has to come up to me and Pat and everyone in the audience the same way, right? Like that could come mm -hmm. up. Like, for example, if you were to say where to vote, uh, it could direct me to my local polling center if I was a Hillary voter or a Biden voter. And Pat, who might be a Trump voter, they could write where to vote and it could it could send you to the wrong place. It could send you to a, a way to vote for American Idol. It could do all sorts of different things to mm -hmm. throw you off the track. And if they, it doesn't seem like a lot, but if they they can do that and then at the end of the day, we can't look back and say, look, Google manipulated this. Because the only person who saw it was Pat in that one second. And then it's gone forever. Right. There's no record of it. There's no way to check whether they're doing it or not. Uh, this is why he's built, trying to build a system to essentially monitor this so we can make a case uh, and say, this is happening. This is what they're doing. Um, and that's what uh, Robert Epstein's trying to do. But still, it's it's terrifying because they could do it on a whim. Mm -hmm. You know, they could... They could the example he uses often is to say, you see those, when you go to Google, you get the, the dumb message, whatever, celebrating some holiday, certainly not Christmas or Easter, but usually some like weird holiday you've never heard of. 
and they throw that up on the on the on the screen well they can also do hey get out and vote today's the day to vote reminders right now most people are going to remember of course but there's going to be some people who are influenced by that why would they be doing it if they didn't well what if considering they have a very distinct profile of who you are and who you might vote for and what are the things you believe what if they only sent that message to democrats Mm. what if they only reminded people to vote that were that they thought were going to vote democrat it would be very easy for them to do this this would not be a difficult thing and there would be almost no way of proving that they had done that in a wide scale you might find one republican might see you know might be next to their friend and say hey why is it popping up for him and not for me but there'd be a million different explanations as to why that would happen there'd almost be no way of monitoring it and it could move thousands hundreds of thousands of votes oh yeah easily easily i mean so this is how they're influencing us and you know i i think as long as we realize it you can avoid that kind of thing but most people don't realize it they don't know what's going on they don't know that this is happening in fact i i just i just typed in crooked hill i'm just leaving off the ary and hillary still doesn't show up (laughs) (laughs) it still doesn't show up in the google search just absolutely amazing and if you put the a you said ary you left off then it gives you nothing oh yeah right (laughs) right let me do the r yeah still nothing nothing it's as if crooked hillary has never been searched for in google and the y i just spelled it all out still nothing you gotta then you hit the search and images for crooked hillary i'm looking at the what the the articles that come up the top 10 nicknames and why they stick to his foes right right like which is like a negative way of portraying trump exactly uh, then the second one is trump revives crooked hillary nickname yep clinton fires back yeah i mean it's all you know list of nicknames used by trump donald j trump twitter i, I absolutely amazing right like that can't absolutely amazing again google can do whatever they want part of this is right. we need to not be just so dependent on it part of it is that would be nice we shouldn't be a society that is capable of being manipulated like this we should all have opinions that we actually have researched ourselves wouldn't that be nice you know like i mean his claim about how he can change it from a 50 50 issue to a 90 10 should not be possible if we listen to ben franklin yeah right exactly um and but we don't so we all kind of just live our lives and we pop on google and we're told a bunch of things we just believe it eventually um almost instantly and we're moved in a way that we shouldn't be moved but still, that does not mean it's cool for, for Google to do this. We, we, we do need to at least know what's going on. 888-727-BECK. You're listening to Glenn Beck. These are uncertain times, and what's considered normal seems to change daily. But I know two things that won't change. I'm naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, inventor of Rough Greens, and those two things are this. One, there's no way you can feed your dog a healthy diet by giving them dry dog food. Dog food is dead food. And two, there's no better dog supplement on the planet than the live nutrition of Rough Greens. Rough Greens is a dog supplement that's loaded with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, enzymes, and more, all made right here in America with no Chinese ingredients. These are the live nutrients that your dog needs for superior health. So if you're ready to invest in your dog's long-term vibrant health, then go to roughgreens.com today and get your 14-day Jumpstart program for just $14.95 and see what real nutrition will do for your dog. Go to roughgreens.com beck. 
That's ruffgreens.com slash Beck. Rough Greens. So good, your dog will ask for it by name. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He is uh, on vacation for Labor Day weekend. Uh, Portland's mayor is apparently moving. Hmm. Wonder why? Oh, could it be because I don't know? Even though the he supports the the wonderful movement, the wonderful movement trying to burn down his residence has affected him a little bit. Hmm. That's very strange. So he's, he's trying to move out of his condo because they're trying to set his condo on fire. And so, <laughs> so he's, uh, strange. he's leaving. Yeah, it's weird, Especially, isn't it? It's Well, weird. it is peaceful fire, I suppose. Well, mostly. mostly peaceful fire. Mostly. Yeah. I think this is odd because you get these people who wind up essentially so friendly to these ridiculous movements mm-hmm. and protesters that they don't want to say anything bad about them. And so, but yet they're mayor and they're the only people who can really do anything about it. But they're so weird about doing anything about it because they've never been in this position where they hold any power. You yeah. Know, like, I mean, this this mayor of Portland is an absolute embarrassment. He is. He, it's it's Absolutely it's is. sad to watch. I, you yeah. know, Chicago is the same way. These these people. Seattle. Uh, uh, they're they're all to, idiots on the left. They they just all they do is run these cities into the ground and get reelected. It's like I wish Weird. I had a gig like that. I wish we had like the worst ratings in the world. And they just kept giving us new contracts. Like that doesn't happen <laughs> to us. Does that happen to anyone else in the audience? Only politics, man. It's a good gig to get it. I guess if you can if you can if you can pull it off, you might as well try. Whether you're working from home or working on fitness, it doesn't matter. You want to listen to what you want to listen to and not what your kids are listening to or somebody else is listening to. And right now is the perfect time to get a pair of premium wireless earbuds. Raycon, the way to go. Raycons start at about half the price of... Let's be honest, the Apple. I mean, they just gouge your eyes out. They sound amazing. Raycon's everyday E25 earbuds are the best model yet. You get six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and more bass and more compact design that gives you a comfortable noise-isolating fit. Perfect for conference calls, video chats, or just uh, listening to podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Raycon, co-founded by Ray J. I just got my first pair. They are awesome. Really comfortable. They'll fit in your ears. The sound is perfect. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Beck. That's buyraycon.com slash Beck for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Church says Los Angeles County plans to take their parking lot in retaliation for services amid the COVID uh, shutdown. Also in Ohio, The school district has banned the thin blue line flags after a football player carried one to honor his coach, who was also a police officer. Uh, Get into that and much more coming up in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Seth Talbot here again with my dad, Pete, with Relief Factor. And tens of thousands of people are now taking 100% drug-free Relief Factor every day. Seth is right. Getting out of a chair or taking those nice long walks is painful. Whatever the pain from just getting older or even exercise, maybe you should do what this person did. I lived for decades in a lot of extreme pain with my lower back and legs. 
and I heard about Relief Factor on the radio. I tried a three-week quick start. I am so grateful to Relief Factor that I've gotten my life back. We know one thing for sure. People want a drug-free solution to their pain, back, neck, hip, shoulder, or knee pain, which is why the medical doctors who did the research also put together the formula for Relief Factor. Then we created the three-week quick start and discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five to make it as easy as possible to see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. An Ohio school district has banned the thin blue line flags. Those are, you know, the, the flags that honor police officers uh, and first responders. After a high school football player carried one onto the field to honor a local first responder who is uh, also his coach and police officer. This display will not be part of future pregame activities at Chardon Athletic Contests, according to Superintendent Michael P. Hanlon. In addition, uh, procedures will be put in place by our athletic director to review any planned pregame displays for possible connections to any form of discrimination or particular political views. I'm sorry, what, what political view or form of discrimination is a police officer? Hmm. I'm not familiar with that at all. Used to be kind of one of those mm. things that people agreed on. Yeah, it was. That, wasn't it? The, the police are good. Yeah, and I think that's. I think they still do largely, uh, but it, it that is changing. It seems like it, it is. I mean, this is crazy that you would. No, you can't carry. You can't carry the thin blue line flag in there. After the game last Friday, members of the community stirred up a debate over whether the display was an innocent move in support of local first responders or if it had racial connotations. What? Are there no black police officers? Of course there are. Hmm. What, what What race are police? That's just ridiculous. You're sure about That's this asinine. one, Pat. I'm pretty sure about this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hmm. let, me, let me think. Yes. Yes, I'm, I'm sure about it. Said that running out onto the field with the flag could be interpreted as a racially motivated action. Mm. And he also noticed the district policy does not permit engagement in political activity. Again, uh, what political party are police officers? Frank Hall, a former assistant football coach and teacher at the school, received national praise after he charged at a gunman and later prayed with victims uh, days after that shooting he pushed back at the attention and said the real heroes were the emergency responders who rushed to the scene i mean why would you i, I it's really hard to understand what what's going on here i mean you couldn't uh fourth of july people couldn't celebrate independence day because that was racist somehow you remember that i mean people were being People were being shouted down on social media for saying "Happy Fourth of July." Uh, it's gotten ridiculous. It's just it, it's ridiculous. Everything is racist now. It is, and it's because the word doesn't mean what the word has always meant. It's just a new word they've just jammed into the, the a, a familiar term. 
It's like this. You keep using the horn. Mm-hmm. I don't think it means what you think it means. We're kind of there, aren't we? <laughs> it is. <laughs> We're kind of there. It is. We, you know, we did this thing on uh, Studios America, the Everything is Racist song, and it's like everything, uh, everything is awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty mm-hmm. kind of reworked. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It is. Everything. I don't even think they're trying anymore to make it make sense. It's just this this idea that every single thing is racist. And you look mm-hmm. at some of the people who've, who've written uh, this. It comes from you know, White Fragility uh, is one of the big books that, that pushes this. Cast is one of the new ones yeah. that pushes it. Yeah. Uh, Ibram Kendi is another author who's, who's done this before. I mean, Ibram Kendi is, is straight out. He says he's literally, without any asterisk, mm-hmm. advocating for discrimination. This is where the left is now. He says, it's, if it's, it's almost a quote if it's not exact, but the only solution to past discrimination is present discrimination. The only solution for present discrimination mm. is future discrimination. It's the only way you can do it. You have to discriminate against, obviously what he's saying is discriminate against white people. The only way we can solve this is if we discriminate against white people. That is legitimately one of the heroes of this movement. Wow who is saying wow. this overtly. He's not hiding it at all. And this is the same thing for all he? of these And why would he? He doesn't need to. Uh, it's okay to discriminate against white people now. I guess so. Look at all the curriculum that's being done that's anti-white. You're a racist, and you just might as well admit it. Uh, we're reading today that, I mean, you just are literally, if you're white, you're just plain racist, and there's no way around it, and you might as well admit it. Because if you say you don't, if you say you don't discriminate and you're not racist, well, that's a perfect sign that you are and that you do. <laughs> I mean, there's just no way out of it. I don't even know why we bother with it, but it's it's such a it's such a factor in today's society. You can't ignore it. it. Yeah, and it's it's important to understand what they're trying to pull off here, which is remarkable. They're just trying to change the language in front of your eyes. You know, Glenn used mm-hmm. to say this all the time. Uh, control the language, control the argument. And it's so true. It's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. If racism means what Ibram Kendi says it means, then everyone is racist. So when you say, well, I'm not racist, you're lying because you have to be. Are you white? Then you're racist. That is legitimately what they say. This is not like us like exaggerating it. They no, it say, isn't. you because you are white, you have benefited from this system and this system inherently has helped you throughout your entire life. And so if you do not essentially self-flagellate, right, you mm-hmm. must hurt yourself to even things out. How do you hurt yourself? Well, uh, you can have people that we well, let's set up a system that's unfair to you. And that ought to even it out. That's essentially their argument. They're saying mm-hmm. things should be worse for you. That is the <laughs> left wing vision of your life. <laughs> If we only can make things worse for you, that will help, but it will never solve it. And that's also important. There will never be a time in which you've hurt yourself or taken enough beating enough. Of, of, to, to make it work. Right. That you will always still be, right. you know, I don't care if you grew, drew up, you know, grew up in a trailer park with no money and no, no uh, ability to get health care. Still and you never privilege. have a job. You're still privileged. You're still more privileged than Denzel Washington. That's what it is. <laughs> And that, if you don't believe in that vision, then you're, you're treated the same way as if you don't believe in every little bit of global warming, right? Mm-hmm. You are a denier. You're a hater. You're trying to kill people. Uh, how this stuff works on anybody 
who's actually trying to think it out. I don't know. But it does. It works. And it's moving people. The only way to cure racism is with more racism. Mm-hmm. That is what they're saying yeah. outwardly. They're just using the word discrimination instead of racism. That's the only difference. They are outwardly saying that. We did this thing in, um, uh, on Studios America uh, about uh, the, the way this has happened. And these terms like white privilege and white fragility and, and all this nonsense, like it doesn't it seem like out of nowhere this all just started popping up sure in your does. life? Yeah, uh, like sure does. out of nowhere. Now, it had been bouncing around academic circles for a long time, but it never had any you know, real attention. And uh, I think it was in Tablet Magazine. They went back and tracked. It was a brilliant piece. Uh, Went back and tracked the usage of these terms in publications like the New York Times and the Washington Post. And you see it is, you know, white white privilege is at zero for all of history. All of history that they measured. I'm going back decades and decades. And it's just flat. And all of a sudden, hockey stick in 2012. Just hockey sticks straight mm-hmm. up in 2012. Like out of nowhere. And it, mm. it's that like that with every one of these terms. And you see wow. the Times and the Post leading the charge. And then you see e- even publications like the Wall Street Journal picking it up a couple of years later and starting to increase it themselves. And they have just taken these concepts, these bizarre concepts, and it relates directly to what they were doing with the 1619 Project. Right where they're taking our history mm-hmm. and they're taking this alternative, ridiculous, untrue history of the United States that has been bouncing around academic circles for a while. Yeah, but some people perceive it that way, so we're going to teach it. Yeah, that's not how that's not how the world works, or it's not supposed to work that way. Really? Yeah. Why? Facts. Why? You're supposed to be. Huh. There's supposed to be facts. You mean you want to talk about what really happened? Right. In America? Like I'd like to know what the truth is. Hmm. Weird. And they don't. They no, don't want to know what the they truth do is. Not. What thing makes like there's a there's a story we were talking about a couple of, of months ago about this guy who is a hardcore leftist. Okay. Bernie Sanders volunteer, but a data guy. Mm-hmm. And he posted, had the gall to post a study from an academic that said, Hey guys, uh, you know, when we protest racial issues, it does really well for politics. However, when we burn down cities for racial issues, it does really bad for our politics. Maybe we shouldn't burn down cities. Now, he didn't say maybe we shouldn't burn down cities. He just posted the study. The study said Democrats tend to have problems in elections when they start burning down cities. He was fired from his job. Oh my fired gosh. for oh this my gosh. just for posting the academic study he was thrown out of his liberal mm. uh, nerdy message board thing he was participating in and they fought about it and they said outwardly in these in these messages that were later leaked they said outwardly things like yes we know the data says this but how does it make people feel we shouldn't be we should be considering how it makes people feel or how people may perceive the data rather than what the data actually says. Think my gosh. This is insanity. My gosh. Insanity. That's like saying two plus two equals four is something we shouldn't teach because it makes people uncomfortable. Yeah. And you know what's gonna happen eventually, Pat? You're gonna have something like to that. medical diagnosis. Mm-hmm. That people are like, well, you know what? People feel bad. We're seeing it with gender already. People are coming in and saying, hey, I need to treat this thing that is obviously in this little girl. Oh, no, it's not a little girl. It's a little boy. Well, mm-hmm. that, that the little boys don't have that part. 
that that's causing the problem and we you i think you played this as well pat the clip from uh, i think it was a netflix show that had the uh the 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 doctors come into the hospital and be like hey uh uh, we're gonna get him uh, all set with this uh you know this treatment yes i think he's uh he's gonna do okay may i speak with you outside for just a moment and they took the doctors outside i don't know what you're doing but that is a little girl and, and and talking down the little the kid talking down to the doctor about how the doctor doesn't know what gender the patient is that's where we oh, are gosh. now in popular culture right <laughs> let alone academia it's nuts. It's incredible. It's absolutely because crazy. Because, Pat, forever, forever, we've always had this nonsense going on. But even the left would step, step back and say, they would deny it, right? They mm-hmm. would say, well, obviously, we know this is true, but they try to put a face on it. They would say things like, the era of big government is over. They wouldn't mean it, but they'd realize that the American people wanted to hear that. Yeah. Right? They wanted to hear yeah. that they were self-sufficient. They wanted to hear that they were people who were controlling their own destiny. They wanted to hear that they weren't racist. Even if they thought the people, you know, these evil Americans were racist, they didn't call them racist directly. That's gone. Now, every white person in America is racist, and half the white people in America agree with it. Yeah, maybe more than half. It's, it's stunning. 888-727-BECK. All right, we all know identity theft is a big problem especially in today's world. We also know that it's become a lot worse in the internet age. Cyber criminals roam the information superhighway, as my friend Al Gore would put it. Uh, And they're just looking for ways to get into your computer or other devices and steal your information and try to make money off of it. Of course, this comes with a whole host of different uh, types of schemes. The question is, what are you doing about it? Especially if you're at home, you're doing more meetings online, your kids might be doing school at home, you're online more and more, more of your information is available online. What if you're on, like, public Wi-Fi? Then you're really in trouble. What are you doing about the devices that the rest of your family uses? It's not just you. What you need is LifeLock. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can find out if your information is on the dark web. Yeah, you can do that. Get your free dark web scam at LifeLock.com scan. Pick the plan that's right for you, and you'll save up to 25% off your first year of protection with the promo code BECK. It's a free scan at lifelock.com slash scan and save 25% from off of LifeLock with the promo code Beck, lifelock.com slash scan. 10 seconds, station ID. And of course, now we know that Disney is also racist. Disney. Disney is. Is racist, yes. Uh, mm. According to John Boyega, you know who he is, right? Yeah, the guy from uh, Star, Star Wars. Wars. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're apparently racist uh, because they just tossed aside his character uh, and other minority characters because they were racist. He portrayed, of course, this is the character Finn on Star Wars. He's a huge character. Huge. And, and part of, a huge part of what, the last three movies, right? Yeah. He was through the whole series. What do you mean they tossed you aside? You were in every movie. He accused the company of not giving minority char- characters enough depth or character development while making white carrier- characters uh, with more substance. He made the comments uh, in in an interview with British GQ, which is where you want to go with all your racist claims, I think, for, for Disney and, and America. 
you get yourself involved in projects and you're not necessarily going to like everything. But I would say to Disney, uh, is to, what they should not do is bring out a black character, market them to be much more important in the franchise than they are, and then have them pushed aside. <laughs> can never it's, be woke enough, man. I mean, you never right? can be woke enough. It doesn't matter what you do. Here, Disney makes one of the main characters in the last three movies black and still that's they're racist right they're still racist for doing that and they made the one of the lead characters a woman uh, right right which right. was you know people talked about at yes. the time a little bit controversial at the time yeah it's, it's fascinating because and by the way i, I we <clears throat> must at least acknowledge the bravery of john boyega for doing this after the movies are over. Right. What a wow. <laughs> we stand up and applaud your yeah. bravery of taking all the yeah. money and complaining afterward. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, look, he was a big feature. I, I, I think he also complained about the Asian character that was in the. He says, Well, uh, I'll take the deal when it's great experience. They gave all the nuance to Adam Driver. Now, he was the bad guy, right? Is the, it looks like the. I don't know. The he looked like a Backstreet Boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, all the nuance. To Daisy Ridley, Ridley. Mm-hmm. let's be honest, Daisy knows this, Adam knows this, everybody knows. I'm not exposing anything. Really? Okay, so uh, he he's uh, he's just not happy with his character now. I mean, you're right, after the fact. After the fact, after he's made his millions and of dollars, he's fact. very upset that he didn't uh, get a yeah, bigger... Okay. I mean, I thought his role was pretty big. I did um, too. He complained about, I think, the Asian character think- as well, who was not a good character. Un- unlike Asian boy character. who is yeah. which one i can't I, I thought you the name would be in the article yeah, I, can't. I can't remember her name um, but she was in a she was in a short scene in one of the movies and then they they tried to bring her back a couple of times but she just wasn't good like yeah. sometimes the characters suck and you just gotta, right. just like you just gotta bail on jar jar yeah. yes everyone like they brought in jar jar yes. they gave jar jar a huge role i don't know what race he was <laughs> i don't either but it was bad it was bad whatever, whatever it, was. it was and well uh, it was gungan Gungan. Yes, he was Gungan. Now, I don't know. Is there an anti-Gungan sen- sentiment in Star <laughs> Wars? It, there might be. There might be. Well, there was by the fans. There I'll definitely tell you that. is with me because I <laughs> hated that character. Oh, he was terrible. So they got rid of him, basically. Like, he was still walking around in the background every once in a while so mm-hmm. they could say they didn't get rid of him. But, like, I don't think that was the case with, with John Boyega. He was one of the main characters in all those movies. Yeah, he was in it and in the whole time. And I, th- I thought he might be arguing, why wouldn't they get me out of that last movie? It was so bad. They should have. They should have removed me completely. They the left me in because bad. I was black. It's not that bad. Yeah, I thought it sucked. In fact, I liked it. I liked the last. Yeah, one. you did. You it's were my fourth favorite. Out fact, of the nine, of the nine, it's number four. Number yeah. four out of the Af- nine. After Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. New Hope, Return of the Jedi. So the first three, and then you the think first this three. one, Jeez, and man. then this one. Couldn't, I'm not yeah. on. The, I'm not on board with the Pat Gray analysis on that one. No, no. What, what's what's number four for you? Because aren't the first three the for you, it's not even the first three. I don't right? really you like, don't like Return, Return of the, Return the Jedi. Jedi. I think Return of the Jedi yeah. is very overrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just basically a bunch of Ewoks making noises. <laughs> it's really not. There's not a lot to it. I'll say. I actually so like what, the first one uh, that they came out. I guess it like never the said. Force Awakens one. No, the Force Awakens, uh, which was the first J.J. Oh, Abrams of, one. Okay. I actually liked that one. I think you weren't as hot on that one as, uh-huh. as I was. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. I thought that one was pretty good. The Although middle was, one was awful that one was that really was bad. the one that was i mean they ruined luke skywalker in that one <laughs> i hated that one <laughs> i hated it and by the way pat we should point this out 
you know, movies have been gone out of our lives for a long time. This weekend yes, is Tenet. Right. The first real big blockbuster movie being re-released. playing near me. Yeah. Uh, it's being re-released this week. Mm-hmm. And it's the first one. There's been a couple of other smaller releases that have come out, but this is the first one they're good, testing. It looks good, too. It looks really good. It looks really confusing. I feel like I'm going to walk out having you no idea so? what happened in it. That's what I keep... But it, I'm going to go. Are you worried about going, I, or are you going to go? Oh, I'm not worried about going. I've been, yeah, I've been to several movies. I just... this have is the, Yeah. This has been... Well, we went together That's to That's true. That is true. <laughs> early on. Really early. Like, the first week they opened theaters, yeah. like May, we went to one together. <laughs> we were the right. only two people in the entire building that didn't work there. <laughs> This is the Glenn Beck Program. So no matter what goes on in the world, there are two things we can count on. New music, new podcasts, and the best way to listen? Using a pair of premium wireless earbuds, especially if you can get them at less than half the price of the other guys. And I'm talking Apple. That's why I recommend and use wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon's newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, the best ones yet with six hours of playtime and seamless Bluetooth pairing. You'll get more bass than in previous models, a noise-isolating fit that really allows you to focus on what you're listening to. Raycon's E25s also have more compact design than ever. They're stylish, discreet, no wires, no stems hanging out of your ears ever. Raycon was founded by Ray J and counts celebrities like Snoop Dogg and J.R. Smith among the fans. They offer a 45-day return policy, so give them a try. Yeah, Snoop Dogg, I wear them too. Limited time, 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds at buyraycon.com slash back. Buyraycon.com slash back. Doing our part to keep free speech alive. There's much more after the break on the Glenn Beck Program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Yeah, Pat, I, I uh, I've had a saga that's been going on in this program for multiple months now, and it finally came to a conclusion. Is this like yesterday. the balloon thing? The balloon that was <laughs> up on the roof or up on the ceiling, and you couldn't get it down for months. For months, like yes. seventy two days, if I remember right. I think it was over a hundred days, if was I remember it? right. It was. Okay. It was one of those helium balloons that got stuck in a place I couldn't reach. And then after a while, I mean, I, I probably could have fashioned some sort of long stick to get it down. But then I yeah, thought that like, would have been artificial. You yeah. just wanted it to come down on its own. I wanted an and experiment. It took a long time. It did. Long time. My wife thought it was funny for like a week. And then day 100 just wanted to kill me. So uh, speaking of my wife, my wife ordered uh, a uh, during the pandemic. We're in like mid-April. Mm-hmm. Society crumbling to the ground, as you may remember. I do. Uh, and we had some paper towels in our house, but apparently not enough. Now, there's a certain amount of paper towels you need, the mm-hmm. normal human family would need. We already have more paper towels than that on a regular basis. Like, she buys in bulk. There's a zillion paper towel rolls always available in case some are needed. Well, because someday they may run out of paper towels at the grocery store and you don't know and here we are it happened it, right <laughs> right right so it was great that she had i don't know 12 rolls of paper towels ready to go however when that got down to like six or eight panic started you know coming in mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. you could tell this was making her very uncomfortable <laughs> now i i don't know if you did this pat but i definitely did this which was we got into the middle of the pandemic and things were not happy kids couldn't leave couldn't see any of their friends uh we couldn't go out to a restaurant you could barely go out to a store everyone's miserable everyone's Mm -hmm. tense it was not a fun time 
And my kind of reaction to this process generally was just basically to spend money on things I thought would make them happy for one day. So like Mm -hmm. I would just go when I I would order something off of Amazon, Mm -hmm. like a toy that I thought could get my kids through one day. That's all I was trying to do. (laughs) And I was you just things like spending too much money on paper towels was not something I micromanaged during this period. (laughs) You're just like, whatever. Like, how do we Mm -hmm. get through the next five days? Like, you need more paper towels? Yes, get the paper towels. So my wife, now there's no paper towels available anywhere at this point. So my wife apparently buys them from some Chinese scam website. (laughs) Now, this is not a good thing, obviously. You don't. This isn't, uh, it's not. So these aren't bounty paper towels. Well, no, they are bounty they paper are towels. Bounty? They're okay. bounty brand paper towels. Oh. Giant rolls, select a uh-huh. size. It was, uh, I believe, 12 rolls for $54.82. <laughs> there may have been 10 rolls. It was something like that. <laughs> I but almost it, did the same thing yeah. with the Clorox wipes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that was a big one. I backed off at the very last minute. That's probably a good decision. And didn't do it. Cause it. And it was about $54 for, I think, two bottles of them. Yeah, right. Like, they crazy. Were ridiculously priced. And I'm not a person who opposes price gouging at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I was happy to see that they were available. You've actually promoted price gouging. I think it's a, a generally it's speaking good thing. The problem, of course, is you it's have to... It's not nice capitalism. It's just real capitalism. Yeah, right. right Supply like, and demand. What is the alternative here? People stock up at a lower price than it is than the market price, and then, mm-hmm. then they're not available. This is what happened with paper towels. Yeah. People went into the store, and they bought, before they started you know, limiting the supply, people would go in and buy 10, 20 rolls of it at the really normal cheap price, and then there would be none left for anyone else. So the appropriate thing for a, a store to do would be to raise the price on paper towels so that people would only buy what they needed, and yeah. then it would actually be available for everyone. However, the price gouging thing goes to the internet as well, where these sites pop up and they charge $5.40 for a paper for a roll of paper towels, which is right. obviously ridiculous. But mm-hmm. I was like, we're in a pandemic. We need paper towels. Fine. Buy them. I don't care. You know, like, yeah, we'll, we'll deal with yeah. it. You know, it's, it sucks. I don't want to spend that much, but we'll deal with it. So uh, the paper towels get ordered and are shipped on April 19th. Okay. Uh, April comes and goes. May comes and goes. <laughs> Still no paper towels. June comes and goes. Wow. So now we're at the beginning of July. Now You're paper about towels. Three months, right, right? Right. Obviously, this is just a scam, right? Yeah. So they the uh, paper towels are now back in the stores. We have plenty of paper towels again, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> we never got these paper towels. So my, so my wife has tried to contact these these people multiple times to hey hey send send the uh, send the freaking paper towels. Of course, it goes to dead links. No one answers. They shut down the website. Like, it's an obvious scam. Okay. So, um, we we uh, contest the charge with the credit card. Why do you have a credit card, right? Why do you buy things online with a credit card and not a debit card, right? Because you're getting basic consumer protections, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I can't, I don't know that we've ever challenged a charge before. Except for like blatant fraud, someone ran up a thousand dollar charge on my card. We would fight that, but like I, mm-hmm. I've never done it in any other case. This one was just so egregious that I was like, "Let's just char- you know fight it at the credit card." So we put in a a, a a dispute with the credit card company. Lo and behold, three weeks later, the paper towels show up. Now we're already <laughs> now just in the fact that they came so late and only were sent blatantly after we disputed it with the credit card company. To me, that's already they've already let laid mm-hmm. down. You know, they have not done a good job here. Yes, and and, sh- and we should not be charged for it. 
However, what actually came was not 10 rolls of bounty paper towels, giant size, select a, select a size. Um, they were slightly different, and I have them here, and I'm going to show them to you, Pat. Okay. This um, is exciting. This is... Uh, oh, my gosh. These are the rolls. <laughs> now, you've got to be kidding me. Yes. What you see here is 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. There are 10 rolls. This is wow. not, first of all, not Bounty brand. Would you no. say that's fair? Yeah, Pat? I would say that's fair. Okay. Not, not Bounty. They are not no. giant size as no. they are smaller than my hand. They now, are think- miniature size. <laughs> right. Also, they are not paper towels. When you open them up, because I've opened up the other package, they are toilet paper. <laughs> so they sent me 10 mini rolls of toilet paper with no cardboard tube in the middle. Wow. Right? Just yeah. 10 mini rolls of toilet paper uh, that are not Bounty brand. Now, so it's... We ordered bounty, it wasn't bounty. We ordered paper towels, wasn't paper towels. We ordered giant, wasn't giant. We ordered in April and got it in July. Okay? Uh. So to me, pretty good argument yeah. to go to Capital One and say, hey, Capital One, mm-hmm. obviously this is a scam website. They're manipulating this process. So I turned that in with the order <clears throat> from the company and the picture of these uh, of, of the toilet paper to Capital One. Apparently, of course, the Chinese scam company, because it's their entire business line, starts disputing the charge and saying they did send it to me. Now, they did send me this. Mm-hmm. Again, this is as big. Not what you ordered. To give you, to give you perspective, if you're listening on radio, there are 10 rolls here of the tiny to- toilet paper. It's about a, as big a roll as one paper towel roll. If, if this was a paper towel roll. Yeah, maybe. Maybe one. Maybe but, not quite one. But they're not even a normal toilet paper no, roll. it's not. And it's also not a paper towel. Right. And it's not Bounty, which is like a name brand. You can't just be mm-hmm. like, oh, I ordered Coca-Cola and they send you a generic cola. Like, that's not okay. Right. Right? Yeah. You have to be, you get the thing that you order. Mm-hmm. Like, if you order, uh, you know, a, uh, well, I, I ordered a Ford uh, uh, automobile and they gave me a, you know, a Fiat, you'd say, oh, that, well, that's not what I got. That is clearly a scam. Scam. It's a scam product, obviously. Yes. Any human being would look at it and say it's a scam. Yep. So, uh, I send them this. They asked me for letters and documentation. I mean, it's a ridiculous amount of time they asked me to spend on this uh, uh, to try to get this disputed. But I'm doing it somewhat just because I think it's funny. You know, it's at this point, like it's $54. I'm annoyed. I'm losing the $54, but also it's yeah, just but it's so ridiculous in your life. So they dispute it again. They send me another letter that legitimately tells oh me Pat, that I have to go and get a second party opinion from a competing to- a paper towel company on company letterhead to tell me that this is not giant rolls of paper towels. Now, they are, they're smaller than my hand, and it's toilet paper. So I go to Capital One, and I say, hey, Capital One. I, I got so... I had gone down this road for so long. The last letter I wrote was potentially a little curt, mm-hmm. I would say. No, I, said, I would have been more than a little curt by yeah, then. I said, look, I don't know what the process is for me to go to a competing paper towel company and get on company letterhead the the the, i don't know how they would describe to you more than the picture i've already given you that this is not these are not bounty paper towels like it's it's not what they are and i said it is my opinion that 100 percent of all human beings that have engaged in the modern economy would be able to tell that these are not bounty paper towels no question uh got the answer back yesterday they've sided with the chinese scam company what and it's capital one capital one and i i said that is unbelievable unbelievable 
What? Unbelievable. Now, I can't. Oh, I would be pissed. Oh, so I said, I said to them pissed. in the letter, I said, look, I understand. I'd be calling somebody. That there are, there are people who are scamming your company. The entire business line. I mean, Jeez. this must be happening to them thousands of times a day. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're just saying no to all their customers. So they're getting screwed out of their money. Wow. And then, uh, you know, what, what most people are just going to give up. It's a $54 charge. Why, why even bother? It yeah. was way more time than $54 was worth. Uh, so that's why they, of course, gum up the process and make it as miserable as possible for you to get the money that you deserve. And and, and basically, mm-hmm. they've just come up with a policy that says we are not going to protect our customers, even in the most obvious circumstances. And this is not a questionable one. I have photos. Not at all. I, not have, questionable I have the document from all. them that says bounty right on it with the, with the logo. This is clearly wow. not what they sent me. So, but again, like I, and I said to him, I'm like, look, if you can't provide the most basic protections, obviously I should just take all my accounts and my cards and just go somewhere else. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, that's a good outcome in that I, that's what I'm going to do. And I'll get rid of Capital One out of my life for the rest of it, because mm-hmm. obviously they don't even do the most basic thing they promise. However, this has a much happier ending than that, because I have, uh, we talked about this on the air a couple of weeks ago and we made... Glenn decided, you know what you can do with those? You can make masks out of it. So we made toilet paper masks out of a, a couple of the sheets of the toilet paper. And we're talking about it on the air. We're like, maybe we can just sell this and we can make more money than the $54 back. <laughs> so one of our great listeners, Taylor, got prompted to do something about it. And uh, we have now sold these ridiculous rolls of toilet paper that are not Bounty Paper Towels Capital One. And we have sold them for a $3,000 donation to Mercury One. Oh, really? So now people are... Act- oh, that this, is awesome. This ridiculous scam awesome. company is going to actually be helped out by one of our awesome listeners. Did you get listeners. your 54 bucks out of that, though? Did um, you take oh. 54 bucks out of the 3000 <laughs> Oh, totally. Mercury One doesn't get the whole thing. I get, I get a little bit of a, a fee on top of it, yeah. I would assume. Plus right? 10 no. or 15 or 20%. No, yeah. I'll, I'll look, I'll, I'll trade a $54 crappy paper towel scam for a $3,000 donation yeah, to Mercury cool. One any day. That's very So cool. it's a really good outcome. But, I mean, how bad is that? Like, why do we bother with That's having credit un- cards? stinking believable. The most blatantly obvious scam. Mm-hmm. And they're going to screw over a customer. And by the way, really you know, bad. Uh, again, really bad business. I'm, not, I'm no Glenn Beck, but I got a decent amount of p- money with these people. And they're going to toss the entire line of business over a $54 scam that is obviously a scam. It's like not like yeah. I'm turning in a, a, a dispute every two weeks and fighting. You know, I swear I didn't buy this giant grill. And no, here it I is mean, in my backyard. Egregious. Egregious. That's really egregious. egregious. So pathetic job by them, but turns out into a good thing. $3,000 to Mercury One to actually help people. Nice. I'm excited about that. Very cool. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, got something you can do right now that'll save you a ton of money. Uh, You're going to wonder why you haven't done it before because you're going to see how much money you're saving. It's Get Honey. You'll start saving money as soon as you download the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones it finds to your cart. The way it works, super simple, no gimmicks. You're saving with the promo codes like you normally would. The only difference is Honey goes out and finds the codes for you. Honey can be added to your browser in seconds. 
And my favorite part, joining Honey and using Honey is absolutely free. You will not pay a dime. In fact, you can even earn gift card rewards shopping with Honey. They have saved over 17 million members $2 billion in savings, and you can start saving money too. So what are you waiting for? Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash Beck. They never sell your information. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. Click add Honey, and that's it. Start saving money right now. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. So uh, the moral of the story is uh, don't do business with Capital One, I guess, and uh, don't do business with the scam Chinese company that's trying to sell bounty paper towels that aren't bounty <laughs> paper towels, but some little teeny toilet paper roll company. I will say, and we're in the business of helping people. If you mm-hmm. do happen to run a Chinese scam company, you should encourage purchases with Capital One cards. <laughs> yes. Because no they kidding. will side with you. They right. are on They are on your side. Wow. And the paper towels are in stores now, right? Right. I mean, they're <laughs> fully back in stock, I think. You know what's not back in stock yet? Are the Clorox wipes? Yeah, I know. I'm really disturbed there by that. Actual, I think the New York Times wrote a story about it. Uh, yeah, they're not coming back till next year. That's bizarre. They thought Is it was going to be summer. Too? Yeah, they, yeah, they thought they, it was going to be summer, and now it looks like 2021. And I guess they are making a lot of them, but a lot of them are going to... Everyone's trying to over-clean right now. Yeah. And so they're going to a lot of medical facilities and corporations and stuff, and so they're just really not making They can't it. keep them in grocery stores or even get them to grocery stores. Yeah, and look, I... I that, that amazed me, though. Didn't you think, okay, well, Clorox wipes. I mean, that's yeah. a huge... Clorox is huge. They'll, they'll be back in stores. Nope. Not yeah. for a year. There's something about... It's not like... You know what it is? It's the material the wipe is made out of. Is it's not even the is? chemicals, yeah, because they make it the same thing. They make that uh, the Clorox wipe with the same material that they make a lot of the PPE out of. So oh, okay. it's going to the PPE. Um, so they just don't have enough of the material to make the actual wipes, uh, which right. is fascinating. It really that is. is fascinating. It is bizarre, huh. uh, but I mean, I guess obviously that's a better. It's a better outcome. I will say the cleaning thing is going to ridiculous it's, extremes. It's amazing. I, I, I mentioned but, this to you. I was at. I was at. There, you know, kids go to a camp and there's like a gym there, and they have the uh the the stupid treadmills mm-hmm. and so you treadmill you picture a treadmill you're running you have the little screen in front of you right mm-hmm. would make sense to clean the screen in front of you the handlebars on the side mm-hmm. maybe you even clean the place where you step on although that seems completely absurd to me they i've seen them do it 10 times they clean the area in front of where your feet are in front of the actual <laughs> treadmill which is on the other side which no human being touches yeah it's like impossible for you to get there to get the virus from it you'd have to like bend over and like like dive down and and then I, stick your tongue on right. it yeah and i see them cleaning it all the time it's like there's nothing that could happen that's great but that's what people are doing now yeah. to make everyone feel yeah, they safe yeah they're making sure they clean now in front of you instead mm-hmm. of in the off hours they want you to know they're cleaning right it's it's 2020 man i've noticed a lot of places i mean movie theaters are doing that yeah and where was i i mean they're they dish continually cleaning in front of me, and I can't remember what point, but yes, a lot of cleaning is going on right now. A lot. All right, we'll see you again tomorrow uh, for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck.